I'm telling you, My Friend of Misery is the song Cyrus listens to in his car. What's Cyrus? And I don't know. So, dude, Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are running around SmackDown. Oh, I thought we were going to pretend like it was 2004. It is 2004. Trailer Park Boy. I recently (laughs) de-virginized Chris (laughs) Casares. Trailer Park Boys didn't exist in 2004, I don't think. Uh, Well, we'll skip past that. (laughs) Okay. There's there's something called a paradox that I'm creating. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're already fucking this up. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Pats are going for the, uh, they just won the Super Bowl? Are we going to stick with the month, too? Oh, yeah. Pats just won their second Super Bowl in, in three years. Third so. Super Bowl in four years? It could be. We'll see. So is, is this, like, January of 2004, or is it? If it was January 2004, then it wouldn't have happened yet. Okay, so so they, they're not is going it, for three out of four. They've already it's, gotten. It's at least, it's between February they 2004 won. and, I'll say, January. Uh, we'll just say it's July 2004. July 2004? So the Patriots are dynasty now. Well, they've, they've that's two out of three. I thought they've gotten three out of four at this point. No, because they won their first title on the 2001-2002 season. Second one was 2003-2004. And the, second one, the third one was 2004-2005. That's how, that's how the football... That's how the football uh, championships work. So you, you, you're using basketball... Well, I'm just saying, I'm giving you the second year is the year the championship game is played. You're right. The first year okay. is the year the I Gotcha, is. gotcha. I'm remembering. I've, I've made fun of people online about this before. I've, I've, I'm remembering it by seasons and not Super Bowl, the year the Super Bowl actually happens. When people say, like, oh, the Pats won in 2001, I go, no, the Rams won in 2001. And they get so mad at me. <laughs> I've, lost, I've lost an internet friend over this. You seem to lose a lot of internet friends over uh, shit like this. Because they don't realize that I'm fucking with them. Yeah. And they were taking me way too seriously for their own good. No one has fun on the internet. It's serious business. It's very serious, and I I, uh, I caution caution on the internet. You, you caution caution? Yeah. I caution you to caution the caution. Okay. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I caution Owen Hart's ring tights. Yeah, well, it does say danger on it, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm getting the danger mixed up with the caution tape that Jason Sensation, uh, (laughs) eventual uh, suicide hoaxer Jason Sensation, (laughs) in case you forgot about that. Cancer survivor slash suicide hoaxer. (laughs) What a fucking story. (laughs) Yeah, he was, you were born for the internet, Jason. Dude, you know what sucks is he took all his fucking cool videos down and like the only ones he put up were like really depressing ones. And I'm just kinda like, oh, why would you do that? I don't I don't want I don't wanna know about your hard times. I wanna know about your uh, the warrior times and the, the Hogan times and the Austin times and the Bret Hart times. He's not Jason Sensation anymore, he's uh uh Depression. I don't know a name <laughs> that rhymes with depression. <laughs> he's Tad Sad. Uh <laughs> <laughs> he's Bry Cry. Uh, he's uh, Skylar Bipolar. <laughs> Stop! Let me think of one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, balls in your court. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Mike. No, uh, <laughs> Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> Wouldn't all that oil make it unsafe to wrestle? Uh, makes him look like a million dollar, a crisp hundred dollar bill. Yeah, shining on TV like that, like it's a true. star, He's shining like a star. And that's what TV. this. That's what this business is about. Style. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think these? <laughs> Yeah, these guitars, they sound like shit. Chris made that up in a half an hour. <laughs> Literally. I don't, and I'm not any good at this. Uh, that that not, just came uh, out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that just came out. Oh, God. What I would kill for to be 2004 again so I could hear well, Big Fat Box of Shit for the first time again. Well, you're in luck because it is Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman are running around SmackDown, so it is 2004. It is. And I feel good. I have energy. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do stuff after this. And I'm not just going to stay home and play video games. 
right. So what does 2004 John do say about this? 2004 John is definitely playing breakdowns. All right, 2004 John. Let's let's think back. 2004 John had just dropped out of high school. Nice. Uh, he was working at a Strawberries Music at the National Mall. Uh, what's the statute of limitations on petty crimes? Uh, depends on the crime. Uh, what's shoplifting? I think you're safe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stealing everything from from Strawberries Music and the National Mall. I only my only thing that I spent my money on at that point was CDs. So I just banked everything that I made because I was now thieving them. Okay. Cannibal Corpse box sets, you got it. <laughs> Absu CDs, you got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, says that. Um, I was playing metalcore like a boss. I think everyone was. I was out on wrestling, I'm pretty sure, in 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of seeing the the ship was starting to get further and further away from the dock. My concerns were much more laid with uh, playing music and getting laid, and I wasn't doing either of those things very well. I did both of those things pretty well. I wasn't doing either of those things very well. I wasn't great. I want to walk that back a little. People might get the wrong impression. I was okay. At guitar? At both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, I did okay. Not great, but okay. I wasn't Denzel, <laughs> but I got his leftovers. Denzel's leftovers have got to be pretty strong. Yeah. Well, I was his friend. Yeah, of course. <laughs> got to keep your friend in the loop. That's the catchphrase. Uh, uh, probably listening to Dane Cook. Sure. 2004, yeah. Uh, my favorite movie was Spinal Tap. That movie from 1985? <laughs> <laughs> True. Has something post-2004 unseated it, or now you're just sick of Spinal Tap? Um, I think in the grand scheme of things, Terminator or Terminator 2 is probably still my favorite. Okay. And that's a post-2004 revelation? No, that was, that's like a 1991 revelation. So Spinal Tap wasn't your favorite movie. You were fibbing. At, at the time, it was. Okay. It's kind of like, okay, you're eating pizza every day, and it's your favorite food, but then one day you have buffalo wings, and you're like, oh, I really like this. This is my new favorite food. But then one day you have pizza again. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) Spinal Tap temporarily unseated Terminator as you. Yeah, I I probably was sick of Terminator at that point. I'd probably seen it like 500 times or so, and then Spinal Tap was relatively new to me still. And, And then you're just like, Terminator? I barely know her. Also, she doesn't work for me. Want to let that breathe for a second? Or I we got gonna, it. We gonna? I'm. I'm just. It just came. It just. It just brought me to a dead halt. Oh, I, was, I, I, had a, I had a frame of mind going, and then you, unless you, you could fire, her, then you were doing pretty well for yourself in 2004. I definitely didn't have the authority to fire anyone. I couldn't fire anyone. It was. It was a good time. Oh, yeah, so you definitely can't terminate her. Yeah. You barely know her. Couldn't terminate her. You could probably terminate you. I could get fired, yeah, probably. I wonder why they never made a terminate him. It's a question for the ages. Yeah. So answer anyways, it. So anyways. Answer it. I, I can't. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, I really just don't recall. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, New ECW documentary can't just came out recently because it's 2004. Yes, it is, and you know it makes me like really reminisce for uh, some some good old ECW, and maybe they could they could bring it back for something, you know? Get yeah, Can- get Candido, Balls Mahoney, and Axel, Axel uh, Rotten, uh, Mike Awesome, Mike Awesome, be there. Yep. Uh, uh, that dude from Public Enemy who didn't die yet. Uh. <laughs> Was Johnny Grunge or Rock or Rock? <laughs> Rock or Rock was dead at this point. Johnny okay. Grunge was still alive. <coughs> he died during the friends, filming. Friends of... with Benoit. Get him over there. Oh, yeah. Benoit could go back. Benoit, Eddie. It's true. Yeah. All those guys. What year did Eddie die? 2005. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? We could get Van Damme back there, too. Maybe Dimebag will re-record his theme song. Oh, yeah. 
Have you heard Damage Plan yet? It's rough. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like if Pantera stopped trying. Damage Plan? I barely know her. And she doesn't even work for me. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> Damage Plan sucks. Yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, has Hell Yeah come out yet? Oh, no, Hell Yeah no. Was, was post. Hell Yeah was post. Uh, it was pre-Vinny post-Dime. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to describe it. Hell Yeah. You didn't know. 18 wheels. Bringing me down. So I got a great idea for a band. It should be the guys from Mudvayne and Vinnie Paul, a certified super group. Hell yeah. That's a good name. <laughs> that's how that happened. Yeah. That's, I, think we, I think we just came up with hell yeah. Uh, Do retroactive lawsuits work? What's if we're in a time warp... Yeah, which we are. <laughs> we certainly are. Can we sue that? Can we sue Vinnie Paul's estate if we stage a time warp and <laughs> say we're back in a... If we, if we put our heads together, we could own a strip club in Dallas. <laughs> if we could somehow sue the estate of Vinnie Paul and their dumb redneck Texas I th- brains. I, th- I think we should move it to Fort Worth. Is that where it is? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying, let's just move it from Dallas to Fort Worth. Okay. What are they going to do? It's America. It's my it's my tit bar now. Texas is barely America. Texas is Texas. 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 I like how many gun shops there are in Texas. I like that Texas has Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Hmm. Do they have an American beer, or is it just National League? Uh... Do they have a National League team in Texas? I don't think Not they anymore. do anymore. Yeah, it was the it was the Strohs. And now they're American. Yeah, they are. Uh, that was a good change. They've been good ever since they came over to the American League. Pretty, pretty much. They, they were, were terrible they, the they first, were terrible first, first couple of years. Yeah, then they figured it out. Yeah. They're like, oh, we don't have to bat our pitcher? Is, is <laughs> Sorry, it, guys. Is late. it still 2004 or are we reverting back? Uh, like I said, we're in a time warp, so I've, I think there's going to be a fair amount of back and forth going on. I okay, said so it's 2004 now. Uh, did you hear about that high school pros- pitching prospect, Tyler Skaggs? <laughs> I did. I heard about that, like you know, just before we started. Uh, I started playing fire pro wrestling. Yeah, I heard about that on the ride over here. Crazy. 27 years old. 27, just dropping D. Yeah. And they're like, nah, no. Uh, no suspicion and no you know, suicide. I'm like, well, then what? <laughs> everyone says that being a wrestler is bad for your health and that there's a high death rate of wrestlers. What about major league pitchers? I can name more dead active major league pitchers in the last five years than I can dead active wrestlers. I can name two dead major league pitchers. Okay. Skaggs and the dude from the Marlins. What's his name? I forget. You can't you name one. Fernando then. something. Yeah, Jose Fernandez. Yeah, Fernandez. And uh, there's the guy on the Royals who I, I'm going to fucking space on his name. Uh, Ron Gant? Yeah, Ron Gant. <laughs> <laughs> Outfielder from the 90s, Ron Gant died as a starting pitcher for the Royals. Um, shit, I can't believe I forgot his name. He's the one that pitched... Uh, the day after his dad died in the playoffs. Gross. Um, I can't remember his name though. He was pretty good. He wasn't Jose Fernandez good, but I hope I'm getting his name wrong somehow. <laughs> I guess Red Sox have been, been pretty lucky in that front. Well, they haven't had any dead pitchers. I mean, that's that's hey, that's one positive thing I can say about their season. I can say a lot of positive things about their season. HIV positive <laughs> things. <laughs> well, really, the only. Part of the team that sucks is the bullpen. The bullpen's pretty bad. Like, I mean, I mean, like when you blow a two-run lead by eight runs behind, then you're pretty bad. Did you follow any of that pig fuck on Saturday? I followed both games. The Saturday game. The, the Saturday game was bad, but um, 
I tuned in, I'll be honest, in the second inning, I turned it on. So I missed the whole first inning. So you, you, like, you I thought I was turning on like the sixth inning. And I was you, like, you, oh, it's the second inning. What you turned on a start? you turned on a six six game on the top of the second? Yes. I that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, about twenty minutes later it was eight six and then it was fourteen six and then I was no, I was like, No, I'm I'm done. I'm not done. Do you know what I'm I was done. doing during that game? A, an activity that I have not done in many years. I went batting cages. Nice. But it was, wasn't was like a batting cage where you put a token in and like balls come out. It was a batting cage where you did it by the hour and you got the pitching machine and you set up the pitching machine and someone fed it and you took hacks. So you, you got like 40, 45 swings in. Good shit. That sounds fun. Where was that? Nashua. Hmm. I'm used to the token batting cages where I get hit at least once. You get hit by the ball? Yeah, it'll just come flying right at me. <laughs> Not me. I'm a lefty, so I think it just, it's like, I want to hit you. <laughs> Wait, you hit lefty? Yeah. Have we talked about this before? Possibly. All right, good. You don't play guitar lefty. Nope. Because I can watch you play guitar. I can't watch left-handed guitar players. It hurts my brain. I understand. It's it's like watching someone in a mirror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hit lefty. Uh, I don't know why. My brother was the same way. I don't know if he still is, but he was when he was growing up. And I was a power hitter. Gonna throw that in? I was. I hit for contact. You don't have a... Well, you don't have a fucking grand slam ball in here, do you? You're right, I don't. I do. I, I, I slap singles, but I run like Mike Napoli. Uh, I probably run like Movon. I'm, I'm basically Movon. I run, I, I, I run like David Ortiz today. <laughs> I run like I just got shot. <laughs> I run like Paul Pierce in two thousand three, two thousand four. You run like you got stabbed. <laughs> Glad you. Got <laughs> I, I, I run. We run like various athletes yeah. from different pit points of this time warp. I run, I run like John Cena in kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> I run like Bruiser Brody in shoot. I run like Goldberg in a backstage segment the wrong way. <laughs> I I once lost a foot race to my coach uh, in when I was a sophomore in high school. Granted, my coach was a police officer and was in shape, and I was a dopey 16-year-old kid who could hit home runs. So you lost a foot race to someone who could run. Yeah. Okay. Like big shocker. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I lost a I lost a game of one on one to Alonzo Morning one time. I I, uh, I I'll be honest. I, there aren't too many foot races that I've won. <laughs> yeah, I think I believe that. I just feel like your example was poor. <laughs> I'm just sometimes at, at practice I got made fun of. That's what I was. That's what I was saying. But I could hit harder than anyone else. I don't know why we would make fun of the guy with the hardest swing. Why would you do that? All I have to do is just snap one day. That's true. And suddenly my fucking red lines in your bean. There's there's far less repercussions to bullying than there in your brain when you're a young man. And then when you turn into adult, alcohol makes repercussions happen. <laughs> Repercussions. This is our drummer, Repercussions. <laughs> repercussions <laughs> equal concussions. Where I come from. Don't call me queer, queer. Uh, speaking of that, uh, the Straight Pride Parade organizer uh, got glitter bomb today, and there was FBI and helicopters all around the area. Good news, good times. What's a glitter bomb? I always thought a glitter bomb was just an envelope full of glitter. Well, there, that's uh, that's one way to do it, but it's pretty obvious to spot. Like if you could, if you shake it and it's like, like you know, there's shit in there, but uh, it's like this little mechanical thing that when you open a package, it just sprays glitter everywhere. I like that. Yeah, it's just like a way. Like it was like a defensive tactic when people were stealing packages from from various spots, like hot spots. Yeah. So they would just leave a, a dummy package there with like cameras set up so they could capture the person doing it and getting their car covered in. Uh, glitter and stuff. So those are good. Those are fun videos to watch. It's also a fun prank to pull on your friends. Yes, that too. Yeah, but it was because uh, glitter notoriously difficult to clean up. 
But uh, the, the reason I'm bringing it up, I, I have a theory about the straight pride parade organizers. I mean, can you respect him for waiting until the end of Pride Month? Uh, well, I think he wanted to do it immediately, but they were yeah, like... That was a joke. I mean, anyways. <laughs> There's no redeeming quality to a straight pride parade. I yeah. don't want a real answer for that but, comment. But the uh, the thing is, um, these thing, these people come off as like people who are like catered to like and given a lot of attention to when they were a child and then they became an adult and suddenly there's no one there to like cater to them and give them all the attention so they need to like do things to create attention and i think this is one of those things it's not so much a celebration of one's sexuality more as it is a cry for help help me i need attention i need attention nobody takes me seriously uh, i miss my childhood okay that's what straight pride comes off as to me. You know what it sounds like to me? Not fail. What? I want parade. It's not fail. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. That's a, that's a two. You Look, get parade. He gets a parade. What can I get a parade? I want parade. Not fail. Yeah. He he started it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very stomp my feet. I'm mad. Uh, yeah. Sonic doesn't look right. <laughs> this Sonic looks gay Sonic doesn't look right Fix him Come on It's not what I looked on the TV When I was a kid Yeah You ruined Sonic for me <laughs> oh. I ruined my childhood oh. Dude you're still fucking there <laughs> But I looked at their Their Facebook profile today Just to get a sense of What they are about And I shit you not This was what I saw It was like Uh pro-speech, anti-war, uh, libertarian activist, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, anti-war was the start, the, the, what I was looking at. I was like, anti-war, but your wallpaper is a depiction of the Revolutionary War. So clearly you're not anti-war. <laughs> like, you're saying you're anti-war to get your dingus message across that you don't like gay people. Like, we're just as left as you are. We just hate queers. Yeah. Mm. Fucking liberal Republicans. That's what they are. Lib pub tards? Lib pub tards. Lib pub tards? They're, the, they're, they're like the anti-blade. They're, they're like all of the weaknesses and none of the strengths. Like they're just like all the worst parts of Republicans and, and You say the anti-blade? Yeah. Explain that to me. Blade is a hybrid vampire who has all of their strengths and none of their weaknesses. And so he hunts vampires for killing his mom. Like basically, they killed they killed his mom while he was being born. And I'm assuming that Blade's father wasn't around. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about this off. Are <laughs> you sure you didn't mean his grandmother? Well, <laughs> he was portrayed. Are these by race Wesley. jokes hitting home? <laughs> <laughs> he was portrayed by Wesley Snipes. And I, yes, I, I got them, and it makes me of angry. white men can't jump fame. Yes. <laughs> I'm Woody, gonna make a movie called White Men Can Jump. Woody could jump though. In the end, he did it. He did once. Yeah, he did it. White men can't jump unless it counts. Uh, this one didn't count. He was just in the in the streets. I don't remember the end. Oh, uh, I remember Rosie Perez, like, yeah. basically like banging him in the car. So I couldn't remember her name. I was trying to think of a way to describe her, but yeah. I remember her. Rosie too. Perez is, is an adjective. It's a perfect way to describe her. It really is. <laughs> What's her name again? Rosie Perez. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But anyways, uh, uh, we're back in 2019. Um, so, did you watch? Uh, nope. You didn't watch Fighter Fest, huh? No, I was doing batting cages, and then <laughs> I uh, went to go get a dinner at a Nana establishment. And there was a goddamn Elvis impersonator. <laughs> it was good shit. Oh, well, I think if you went back, there'd be a few things you'd want to see in Fighter Fest. You'd want to see Moxley versus Janelle for sure. Yeah, that was the main event. Um, it wasn't a. Um, it wasn't a. Didn't watch because I didn't care. It was you were busy. I was busy and like it's like sometimes life. Sometimes there's two. There's even more wrestling now than there was six months ago. And you cared a lot more then, probably. No. I've been pretty much pay-per-view only for a while. Yeah, that's uh, that's how, I mean, I, I watched. Like, there are takeovers that I don't even watch anymore. I didn't watch most of the last one. I think it was busy that night anyway. Yeah. but uh, And it was Rogue. 
If it happens in Hartford, I don't care. <laughs> That's when they got rid of the Whalers. Yeah. They became a good team. Were they that good? They lost to that shitty Bruins team in four games. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did sweep the fucking best team in the league. Wait, no, was no, that they didn't. no, that was Columbus. That was, yeah, that was sorry. Uh, I was, they, they swept the, was it the Penguins? The Hurricanes? Uh, they swept... Um, the Islanders? The Islanders, okay. yes. Because I know the, the Penguins got swept, the Islanders got swept, and the Lightning got swept. I just forgot who did who. Who did who? Uh, uh. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Fighter Fest was okay. Um, I was trying to get Jim Cornette's rants in before uh, I came on to the do this, but sadly I couldn't get all the way through. It was, it was exactly how you think you feel about it. Yeah. What's this? I didn't even watch the women's match. Like, fuck that. Too bad you missed a good match, Jim Cornette, because the three-way women's match was surprisingly entertaining. Who was it? Surprisingly entertaining? Why it's so surprising about that? Uh, it just had no heat. It was all steak, no sizzle, basically. <laughs> so it was uh, this girl, Riho, um, uh, another girl, Yuka something, who looked like a Final Fantasy X girl, and then Yuka was like a pink Japanese girl, and I was just like, oh, I love you. And then there was Nyla Rose, who has a Legend of Zelda tattoo on her arm, and she's cool by me. And they had a good match. The crowd was into it, and Jim Cornette didn't watch it. I'm guessing to avoid any sort of hint of transphobia <laughs> that, that he could possibly garner at this point. To not watch the women's match? Well, Tyler Rose is trans, so. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, now you do. Wow. No so, shit. So Jim Cornette purposely didn't watch this match. <laughs> D- ducking out his, uh, his uh, venture out to the Tropicana part two. But um, they had a good match, and Riho, the little pink Japanese girl, won, and that made me happy. Oh, pious. Uh, but then, well, I probably said some really uh, insensitive things during Double or Nothing. <laughs> Not intentionally. <laughs> Oh, she looks like a... Yeah. Well, like I said, she has a Zelda tattoo, so she's cool. Because I'm a Zelda guy. Uh, but Michael Nakazawa and uh, the organizer of the Gamer Festival uh, was in a hardcore match. And it was like a joke hardcore match. It was basically like Patterson versus Briscoe Brisco without dresses. So just totally nude, old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it was it was very jokey and ha-ha. It was. It was. Isn't that kind of his thing, it, though? It was WLC with normal-sized people. So. Uh, so it was entertain. It was funny. It was entertaining. But it wasn't good. Uh, sidebar: When was the last time you watched WLC? When it happened. It's worth a rewatch. I I, I I remember it being much better than I thought it would could ever be. It's yeah. It's probably better than you remember it. Uh, I, I, I have Unless you remember it more fondly than I remembered it. I, I remember it pretty fondly. I remember going into it, I was kind of like, ugh, like they're making fun of him. But turns out they gave him like a platform to have like a great match. Yeah. So it was kind of a good thing. They just had a, it just had a shitty name. L- Leather Pants Gender takes a big table spot. Yeah, it, it, like uh, fucking McIntyre was out in there. He's yeah. Later was out there. It was good. It was fun. That's kind of it, it was it was kind of like that, but without it being good. Okay, it was just silly and fun. It was it was just dumb. It was like a Godzilla movie. It's just stupid fun for like ten minutes, and then that was that. The librarians had their match, and that was probably the worst match of the night. Even though I really like Leva Bates, they faced each other. No, it was uh, Leva Bates against uh, Allie. Hot girl from TNA. They killed her off. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, cute girl. She won. What, cute girl against cute girl and the cute girl won. What about the other librarian? Uh, he cost her the match. Oh. He threw a book in, and it was a mistake. He threw it to the wrong book. Bu- uh, wrong bimbo? 
<laughs> I was, was going to say, I was going to say, book to the wrong book, and then I, then I stopped myself because I was like, I'm not Owen Hart. <laughs> Owen Hart is the library. That's why I threw the book to Under the book. book. I hope it hurt Leva when I threw that book under your book. <laughs> but uh, the main card. Uh, How long was this thing? It was a normal pay-per-view length. Okay, so like three hours? It, it, yeah. Uh, actually, it was like four hours if you count the pre-show. The buy-in, as it were, for a free show that was on Bleacher Report. How did you watch it on your computer? Actually, you get your computers, your PC's hooked up to your TV, so. But I watched it at my friend's house. We just streamed it from... Bleacher Report to the TV. How did he do that? Uh, just video. They just have like a video player, and like when you click on the button to to stream it to your TV, it doesn't. You're not answering anymore. Two thousand four, John is not going to understand how twenty nineteen technology well, works. You couldn't get Bleacher Report on an Xbox. Uh, no, you get it on your phone. You, you get it on your phone and then you fucking you just cast it to whatever you have okay. on your TV, like a Chromecast or your, if you have a yeah, smart Apple TV, TV or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. yeah, I know how this shit works, fuckhead. I'm sorry, I deserve that. <laughs> like I'm not fucking incompetent over here. Um, I I was explaining it like that because I I, I streamed to, it on my I, TV from my internet phone. I wanted to make a joke about the time paradox again. That was <laughs> that was my intent, but I I thought we switched back to. Th- to 2019. I know, I know. We're talking about a 2019 pay-per-view. But now that it's 2019 again, I already know that the time paradox has happened. So, canon. It's canon. <laughs> I can't wait for this can this episode to end now. <laughs> but uh, oh, so the Dar- Darby Allen and Cody had a match. It was okay. Uh, nothing like too too special or memorable. But after the match. Uh, Sean Spears, who was Ty Dillinger, came out and cracked Cody with a chair. Okay. And he got a unprotected chair shot, and he got him bad. It was his head was all busted open and shit. We're already we're already unprotected chair shots. We're supposedly the chair was gimmicked, but it just like it hit him in the a weird spot and it just cracked his head open. Okay. So, <laughs> so poorly. So, so immediately we're all just like, ooh, poorly gimmicked. It was probably well gimmicked if he didn't hit him with basically like this. If he he came at him like basically sideways instead of like top down, he okay. just came at him like that, and I think it just it caught his head weird. More like die, Dillinger. <laughs> uh, yeah. More like code die, Rhodes. <laughs> More like die, B. Allen. <laughs> Six man tag. Oh, it was okay. Nothing special. It was just a good match. Uh, Bucks did like lucha stuff. Omega did strong style stuff. Lucha Brothers did more lucha stuff. It was basically like five luchadors and a strong style guy. And a five luchadors match. and a strong style guy walk into a bar. <laughs> That's basically what it was. But it was good. Uh, Six shots of tequila, please. Which kind do you want? The strongest one. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the Bucks were dressed up like Kenny and Ryu. I actually saw a picture of that on the internet. And then uh, Omega was dressed up like another a newer Street Fighter character. But I, I only play Street Fighter 2. Which one? Uh, any of Turbo, them. Turbo? Special? I had the Special Championship Edition or whatever it was for Sega growing up. And I was pretty good at that. But Is that the one with VJ? Uh, no, this one just had, uh, uh, what's his face? Dude with the Vega and, uh, Nuts and Bad. Uh, Vega from Spain? Mumbly Joe. Yeah, Vega and, uh, Blanca. Well, Blanca was in everyone, but. Blanca, Zangief, uh. Zangief was there, but it was the stretchy guy. Uh, Dalsim. Dalsim, yeah. So Dalsim and Vega aren't in the first version that was released. They're like special guys or bosses or whatever. And the one I had, they were in the game. Okay. But, but it didn't matter because I was always fucking Ryu or Ken. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I was, always I, was, Z- I was pretty good with uh, E-Honda too. I, li- I liked E-Honda too. I liked Zangief because he had a pile driver. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Balrog. Yeah, one of them pile driver gimmicks. Was it Balrog was the boxer? Yeah. Uh, Mike Bison? By, uh, well, Bison. <coughs> uh, M. Bison was supposed to be the boxer and be like Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike Bison. And uh, But they... they couldn't do it, I guess, for some reason. So they made the boxer Balrog, who's supposed to be M. Bison's name. They basically switched the names. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. But uh, the, the main event, Joey Janela versus John Moxley. Watch it, because it was... It basically took... Like, how they made fun of hardcore matches early in the night. This corrected that problem. So Jim Cornette was all up in arms about, like, oh, they've ruined the hardcore match. They can't do anything with it now. It's a dead match. We've already ruined it. But it was a joke, and then later in the night, they showed you a real hardcore match, which is Janelle and Moxley, Tax, Barbed Wire. Uh, it was a legit, like, Japanese death match without bulbs or, like... Anything too ridiculous? Roof tiles or whatever that shit is. The shingles? The, yeah. Without that stuff. If you take away, the, like, the, the lights and the shingle shit that they do, it was... They had tacks, they had barbed wire boards, they had barbed wire chairs and shit. Uh, Joey Janela's, I, our stream kind of cut out, so I didn't see how it happened, but Joey Janela's boots and stuff came off, and Moxie was dropping him on the tacks with his bare feet, so there were tacks all he over his He was dieharding it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know how uh, Janela does that scream thing in, in BTE? I was yeah. Like, ah! But he basically did that after it happened, and I was just like, oh, this is so good. It brings me back to the Michael Nakazawa match. Uh, at a certain point, they brought out a like a, a bag, that, like how you think it's like a tack bag, and you're like, "Are they getting like, are they, you know, like legit hardcore it now?" And he dumps it out, and it's instead of tacks, it's uh, arcade buttons. Arcade buttons? Yeah. Like to oh, like the, the buttons on an arcade. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's, he drops his feet first on that, or or back first, or whatever. Um, it's it's basically like Legos. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> excuse me, I feel like Bischoff now. And another thing, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, every five seconds, motherfucker. Uh, so, but the the main event was really good. I would definitely recommend if you watch nothing else, watch that. You'll I'll I'll uh, I'll make an appointment to watch that. I think that's made its way to YouTube's yet. I haven't checked. I'll check it when I get I, home. I have very little time to rewatch wrestling these days. Yeah, I, I. It's it has enough, to be spectacular. It's hard enough for me to make time to watch live wrestling at this point. That's why I had to cancel my New Japan. I just never got around to watching it. So, um, and like I really don't watch Raw or SmackDown, so I might as well just cancel my YouTube TV. Yeah, I don't have the only. I I have Netflix, but that's for other reasons. Because you get to watch up old episodes of Cheers. No. I haven't logged into my Netflix account in so fucking long. And really, I was thinking about canceling the WWE Network, and then I needed it to watch uh, fucking... That I'm going to keep. Great Balls of Fire, whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> Stomping Ground. Stomping Grounds. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I said that this time. Um, the network you got to keep. I kind of think well, I had a conversation with people over the weekend about the network and it's just kind of like it's shitty and like as much as like you kind of like half hate WWE, like the network is just, it's too good to not have. Yeah. It's every wrestling match. Like even if you hate. It's almost every wrestling match you care about ever. It's a pretty high percentage. I would say at least 85%. It's every American wrestling match that you like. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, oh, the network doesn't have fucking random Kenta Kobashi matches from the 90s against Misawa. Um, I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but uh, It only has watered down Chono. <laughs> He's not even muscle hero yet. Yeah. Austin, Austin, Austin already broke his neck. He was no good. Oh, Austin after he broke his neck was fantastic. I'm talking about Chono. Oh. Chono got Austin broke Chono's neck, right? Okay, I think I think you're right about that. Yeah, that the, I haven't thought about that. Same in years. move. <laughs> it's called a receipt, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Owen and Chono were in it. Owen's greatest rib was oh. breaking Steve Austin's neck. <laughs> Masahiro Chono. <laughs> 
paid Owen Hart to break Stone Cold's neck. I believe it, because then if they fired him, they got a job in New Japan. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, so good. This is a great tinfoil hat. Here we go. <laughs> we have a new conspiracy. We got it. All right. All right, yeah. And, and oh, oh, Austin's the guy who fucked Austin, up Owen's rig. Austin. It was Austin. Austin switched the carabiners. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyways, uh, good, perfect timing for a, a subject change. We, uh, you've been doing some, uh, some video game collecting, have you? I have been. So why don't you, why don't you talk about it? Uh, I've been buying lots of Nintendo games on the internet, specifically Nintendo. <laughs> uh, and if, some, some fam, it's gotten... I'm not the word out of hand isn't going to be used because I'm really it's it's with well within budget. Oh, you you showed me what you got today, and you're you're spending ten dollars for three games. You're good. Yeah, and I got that was that that was a particularly good one. Yes. Uh but the 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 Retron was uh, destroyed. R.I.P. In a, in a uh, in a cartridge switching tizzy, so I I got the real deals. Which turned into be a fucking process in its own right, but we're uh, we're up and running on those, and yeah. How are how are the how are your game load times? You have to blow them and do all that shit. No, so <laughs> Saturday night when I wasn't watching wrestling, so after the Elvis impersonator, we went, we got a few bears, we got ourselves a few uh, twisted teas and shit, and uh, we drank on the couch, and I was meticulously cleaning all the insides of the games because I realized that the. Uh, the cleanliness of the games matters much more on the actual hardware than yes. it does on a Retron. So one thing that I found out that works pretty much flawlessly every time for me is before I play the game, I'll put some Windex on a Q-tip, and I'll just swipe uh, on one side, and I'll just wipe each side of the, uh, the pins, and then I'll try it off at the other side. I'll pop it in, and I always make sure that I sort of tilt it to the left, and I'll just press start, and it works every time. The, uh, I was told that by a couple people that Windex is a huge no-no for it. That um, it has ammonia in it, and that's bad for the pens. It depends. It, you can get the ammonia-free Windex. Well, there we go. So that's what I have. Well, tell the guy at fucking... Uh, I understand his concern. He's right, but... At, Revere, the, at the place at Revere Beach. But fucking Target has uh, ammonia-free Windex. I've just been using 91%. I have that shit too. Uh, it really didn't do like a good job cleaning them for me. Really? Yeah, mine might have just been extra dirty, mind you, because they're in my attic for years. But uh, I remember it being a very long process, and then I tried. I switched to Windex without ammonia, and pretty much like immediately, I noticed results. Okay, because um, that being said, on Saturday I got myself a copy of Baseball Stars Two. Good game. And uh, I just, that's the only one for the life of me. I, it just sucks because the, the night I fucking cleaned all the games, the one I bought that day, I couldn't get working. Ah, uh, that does suck. I was also. I remember that game. Uh, I always played Baseball Stars 1 more, but 2 is okay. Uh, SNK didn't make the second one. They didn't? I don't believe so. Oh, who made it? I don't know. Uh, Romcore or something like that? Uh, I was going to say, was it Titus? Targus? Titus. I've, I don't know. T-I-T-U-S. Titus? Titus. Titus? Titus? What's a Titus? I'm going to look at them Titus. Um, but yeah, so... Ballpark, how many games have we got for the NES right now? I'm in the 50 range. Nice. It's about F what I have. Mid, I have. I have like 70. Mid to high 40s, I will say. Um, I have acquired some of like the garbage... Sure, you need the, you need some of the garbage. Though. Well, because like, we if you go to a store to buy garbage, which actually isn't so bad, because I feel like if I walk into a like a specialty store like that, like if I go to a record store, I'm gonna leave with something. Yeah. So like, if you buy one, usually you gotta buy three, because either like buy two get one free or three for ten on the garbage. I'll usually. Uh, this place nearby i usually if i go there i'll usually walk out with five games and i'll spend twenty dollars yeah it's like i don't if i spend ten dollars a day 
I don't care. Yeah. Which is probably about where I average. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's a little bit more. Speaking of which, I just got a notification. <laughs> How long ago was that? Seven, oh, I missed it. Uh, sorry. It was a Mega Man 3. It's okay. There's another one ending soon. Yeah. How much did this one go for? Let's see. I went at 850. I'm not paying that shit for Mega Man 3. How much? 850. That's a really good price for Mega Man. Five dollars shipping, thirteen. That's I would I would pay that for Mega Man three. Mega Man three is like a fifteen dollar game. Yeah, like regularly, I could go. I could probably buy it for fifteen dollars right now. Be you'd probably see it more for twenty twenty five. I mean, it went with the box and the pamphlet yesterday for twelve fifty. Must have been a bootleg then, or real. someone was underbidding, and the, the seller's not going to sell it to him for that. I think Mega Man three is the. The cheapest of the six. No, I know. I know, but I'm just saying, like, Mega Man 2, I see for, like, 30 bucks. Mega Man 3, and yes. Let's see. Filter. I mean, there's... They're all under 20 shipped. That's actually good. Maybe they just dropped down. I think they dropped down. Huh. I noticed, there's also one coming up. I noticed Castlevania recently dropped down, too, so that's good. I got a, I got a Simon's Quest yesterday for $1.98. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, I mean, a $5 game at any shop, so that's a good price for that. No, it's, it's not a $5 game at the shops I go to. Maybe maybe cheaper now? I don't know. It's been a while since I've gone no, to No, it's more. Shop. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's in like the 15 range. Oh, no, never. I mean, at a shop. I mean, oh. you're, look, you're looking at like eight or nine shipped on eBay. Yeah. But it's one of those ones you get in a lot. I mean, I, I wouldn't. It's an okay game, but it's the other two Castlevanias are way better. Yeah, now Castlevania three on the Famicom is actually the one you should get. I can do that. Um, yeah. Um, Though, know what I'm noticing? Some Famicom games are too big. You need like an adapter. No, I have the adapter. It's just it doesn't. It's too big to push down. So we either need a top loading NES, which is another fucking ball of wax. I'm not going to get into yet because I just got this one. But, or you gotta like put something in the NES to hold it down. That sucks. Yeah. So like my dodgeball works, but um, my uh, oh, motherfucker, my um, oh, uh, 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 my devil man that I got in the mail today. You gotta like put something in like the size of the gap. Yeah. So it stays down. That sucks. Now, granted, I didn't play it. I just saw that it would work, so I haven't figured out a way to do it yet. The um, the Super Famicom adapter works great, though. Hmm. Got my uh, uh, fuck. What's the Saturday Night Slam Masters one called? Muscle Bomber. Okay. Yeah, yeah Muscle Bomber. So, yeah. How's, how's the death match in that? There's no death match in it. Yeah. So the, the, <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch out for a Sega one. Yeah. They're expensive. I so the Sega, Sega. The, the Sega and the Super Nintendo. I'm just get. I'm only gonna get games that are good. Yep, that's what you should do. There's too much garbage. I'll, exp, I'll explain. Super Nintendo is too expensive to get anything else. It's too expensive, and there's a, that's when like yearly sports games were like a thing at that point. Uh, they're better on Sega. They run smoother. But I don't want any of them. Yeah. I mean, maybe like... Get one. Yeah. I mean, if, if I had every Madden, like the, I wouldn't play any of them, though. That's, the thing. That's what I mean. Get one NA, Madden. NHL 94 and NHL 96, I could have two of those because they're two different games. Yeah. But the... So this got brought up because I was talking about completing a Nintendo collection today. Yeah. Which uh, I think... It's kind of funny. Like you're gonna wind up spending a lot of money for for some of those games. Yeah, the ones the ones that are put out in '94. Well, not specifically only that. those are the those are the really ridiculous ones. Not only that, but there are other ones too. Um, like it depends on what you're going after. If you want the full official collection, the full official collection, I'm not gonna. I have no interest in the um, so do championships. Want, do you want the retail collection then? The retail collection, yeah. Okay. That's much more attainable. I mean, it's only like it's only that's only skipping out on what three games. Um, 
The championships? I think retail, you don't count the rental games, the the 201 games, like the 5-1, the 8-1s, one, the the, those shitty fucking things. Action either. 52? I think, no, I think you do count that. It was, so that, that, was, that wasn't licensed. Well, I think license and unlicensed is a different a different thing. So I was I'm talking about strictly like sold in stores retail. I think because some of those like those like uh, four and one games or whatever they were never sold in stores. They were just like rental games that like stores would have to rent, so they were meant to like be bought. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were like shitty fucking games that you'd never want anyway. So I'm, I was looking more at licensed than unlicensed, I guess is how I was looking at it. And even then, some of the unlicensed ones intrigue me. Like Unlicensed ones were still sold in stores. Yeah, so like so, the Tengen ones I would probably fuck with. I forget if Tengen Tetris is worth more than the regular Tengen. It is. No, yeah, Tengen is worth is. more. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't remember which one was which, but um, yeah, the Tengen is definitely more because I have the regular NES one. Oh, there's... So the just looking the have, having looked into it, I mean the really the little bit that I have because like there's so much of most of it, and it can be something that I can like just like pick at. Like I'm gonna like lose steam on it. Obviously, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna be scouring eBay for fucking Nintendo games every day for the next ten years, but it'll be just like the figures where like I'll cool off on the Nintendo games. And then I'll start again. Yeah. Like yeah. something will make me start doing it. Or like I'll find a goddamn Nightmare on Elm Street for like $10 at a flea market. And then I'll, then I'll fucking start buying again. Because like, oh yeah, finding deals on Nintendo games gets my dick hard. 10 bucks for a Nightmare on Elm Street, huh? That's, yeah, it's just in theory. Good game though. I like that game. I know a lot of people don't like it. They call it bad because it's LJN. But I thought it was a good game. I like that game. You just have to know how to play it, and the people who don't know how to play it don't like it because they're bad at it. That's like a $50 game now. Is it? Wow. Yeah. I saw one go yesterday. I saw it's the ones in crappy condition go for like high 30s. Yeah, mine's in good condition. Uh, but that game, the secret to that game is you need to fall asleep. Number one, play it with more than one person. Uh, number two, um, you have to wait for yourself to go to sleep and don't get the coffee to wake yourself up because when you're asleep you get to be like a guy who throws shit or a guy who jumps really high or a ninja or something like that um so you have like a special ability so it's better when you're asleep because you're stronger but when you're awake you're just a normal dude with a punch and that weapon kind of sucks it's like real life it's better than when you're asleep yeah so yeah. um but that's how you're supposed to play it you'll get far if you play it that way. Like, if you have a lot of shitty, cheap deaths, you're not going to get very far. So you have to be good at platforming. But uh, at that point, you just have to worry about the shitty bats that will fuck with you. Bats are the worst enemies in NES games. They're, bats are Medusa heads. Anything with a wavy line pattern. Fuck those aliens at the end of Contra. Uh, the little guys? The, the face scorpion huggers. ones. The face huggers, yeah. yeah. Um I never had too much trouble with beating Contra. I mean, I did it yesterday, but it wasn't like exactly the uh, most honorable way. Up, up, down, down. I up, up, down, down, but I didn't. I didn't utilize all ninety. <laughs> well, you only get thirty. Yeah, but you get continues too. Oh, all right, yeah. I never really. I don't think I ever had to use continues. Anyways, I like. I prefer games when you don't. When you die, it's like you could just keep playing. I, like I do how, too. I like how modern games are doing that, and it's like, ah, don't worry about like your deaths. You I know? mean, there's a the game gene is a beautiful thing, honestly, because it, it, yeah, but <laughs> I'm also like terrible at a lot of these games. Sure, no, and I, it I get sure. if you can get me unlimited continues. Yeah, that's then I can fuck with that. Most people when they use a game genie, that's what they go for is unlimited lives or unlimited continues. Well, just the continues. Like, I understand that if you to beat a level, you have to do it within the confines of the lives you're given. I can use that as a rule. Sure. Okay. Like I, I st obviously, it's not the same as beating the game honorably, like with like any discipline or like regard for human life. I have none of those. I have no honor, nor discipline, nor regard for human life. So I'm going to shove that fucker in the game genie. And 
Um, I can beat, oh, I, like up to uh, last year, I could beat Ninja Gaiden 1 in about 45 minutes. Okay. I eat shit at that game. Yeah, most people. But do. I also. But there's, once you learn how to do it, like, <laughs> it's actually pretty easy to learn, actually. It's a fun game to play. Because, like, it all depends on, like, your button mashing accuracy. Well, it, that's, like, the the thing, too, what the Nintendo games that intrigue... Hey, they're interesting-looking to me. Because, like, it's still pretty primitive, but it's not at the same time. Like, the, the only thing you have to know is, that, like, how big your hitbox is, how much, like... If you get an idea of, like, what your range is, like, most games are fairly beatable. Like, only games that I've really had trouble beating were, uh, like, the time-based games. We have to be very... Like, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I've beaten that plenty of times, but... I can never beat Tyson. It's very hard because it's all time-based, and you have to be quick, and you can't have any input lag. Uh, so that's one of those games you pretty much have to play on console on an old TV to have accurate. Um, and that sucks, but I, I've definitely beat it on an emulator, <laughs> too. Uh but you have to be very quick with your reflexes, like pretty much to the frame. To yeah. Them. And I mean, w when you're playing games that are like 20, 30 frames a second, that's hard to do. Uh, what else was I going to say? Um, Ninja Turtles, the original one, I beat it's that. It's fucking hard. I beat that on my last turtle, on my last continue. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, I did it <laughs> without any cheats or anything. No save states. I left it paused because after I died, I paused my game and came back about 20, 30 minutes later and beat it. Where does the where does Mega Man 1 rank in the difficulty of Mega Man? Eh, middle of the road. Okay. I think 4 is probably the hardest, I want to say. I don't remember. I've never played 4. I've played 2 and 1. 4 is the one where they introduced the dog, I think. Or no, it was it was was that the slide or the dog? I forget. Um, I view the uh, Mega Man X games as way harder. The ones on Super Nintendo. Yes, those are way harder than this, the NES ones, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, Mega Man Two is probably, that's, the, that's probably a, it's the easiest one, probably right? Probably the e easiest, just because it's the most familiar. Um, I don't think I don't have too much experience with five or six. Yeah, me either. So, I don't know. One's not. I don't think I've ever beaten one, but I can't beat the last boss. Oh. It's all timing. I figured out the timing, and then I just can't execute it. I'll figure it a try sometime. I don't think I've ever really tried to beat that game. I've only really done two and four. I think. Of the I mean, when you know beat. what what weapon to use on. What situation is yeah, pretty yeah, fucking easy. Yeah, that's two what I mean. Seconds. Yeah, so the only challenge is the platforming at that point. Yeah. Which is the fun. So yeah, that being said, if you're listening to this, give me your NES games for free. <laughs> um, so where did you get in Mario RPG? Where have I gotten to? Yes. Not far. Where, so Where is not far? Uh, I mean, I came... I never got past the first... The first level... Well, not the first level, the first world. I don't know what to call it. Because I didn't, I, I lost, I died on the Hammer Bros. Okay. And uh, I didn't know that there was no continues because it's an RPG. Yep, you, have, you shot at your last save. Yeah, and I didn't save. So you have to start the <laughs> <laughs> That stinks. So like, it took me a while to figure out what was going on. And then like, as, so at one point it just clicked, oh, this is just Pokemon. It's Pokemon before Pokemon. Came yeah, yeah. Uh, in my opinion, it's way better. I've never played a Pokemon game, though. Pokemon's fun as shit. I think Mario RPG's, like, super fun. And it kind, is. And it's kind of easy. And it's one of those things where, like, honestly, it'll probably be this weekend where I think I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands. And, like, I'll probably just play a lot of it. It's a fun game. I highly recommend it. The first boss, I'm going to spoil this for you. Yeah. He is a knife, and his name is Mac. Mac the Knife? Yes. Wow. <laughs> they stay up. That, that is the humor this game goes for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to. I've, I've told you about your sidekick, uh, Mallow, who is a cloud, who is raised as a frog. I think you told me about it, but I was <laughs> drunk. Yeah, your, your, first, your first party member you get is a cloud who is raised as a frog, and his name is Mallow, like a marshmallow. Yeah. 
stupid. It's really weird and trippy. <laughs> like sometimes I, I wonder whether the developers were like super high making this game. The um the instructionals from uh, Toad, like it seems like all the information he gives you is really wedged in. Also, in the middle of a very urgent situation. Like if it was real <laughs> life, I would have like like Toad. That's great. I, all this information really helps. But like, can we get to like the? Did, did you like the geography of this place? How it was set up? You have Bowser's castle and then Mario's pad right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so Bowser's castle, Mario's pad, and then the Mushroom Kingdom, like all within like one screen of each other. Do you know how many times like I, I think I was high when I was playing this game? Like, I'm thinking about it. Well, I clicked when I was trying to figure out where I was supposed to go, so I kept going to Bowser's castle and what, what did you shake his fist at it? Because because the bridge is out, so yeah. he, he always walks back. So you have to go the other. You have to go back. But he to does it. something to. Him. He like shakes his fist at it or something. I think he. I thought he just walked. He just stares and walks away because he can't get get past it. I don't remember. I'll let you know when I try to do it five more times when I start it up again. Well, yeah. So I got to tell you about this girl I slept 